It is. Let's talk arts and entertainment on WMAY. It's another episode of our State in the Arts segment where we talk about arts that are going on around town and around the world. I am back again talking with Gus Gordon. How are you doing, Gus? Yeah, but I'm doing fine, sir. How are you? I'm doing all right. This weekend, now, uh, before we get into this, we've ta- we've been yeah. talking a, a bit about um, two productions that are going to be taped, or the first one that you are producing, Songs for a right. New World. That has just finished taping last week, and uh, the video is being edited together right now. Is that correct? Exactly. Yeah, we, had a, we recorded it last Friday night, very socially distant and safe. Um, all the cast have been tested, and... Um, you know, they were wearing masks for, for their ensemble numbers and so forth. We taped it Friday night. It was great. And we're putting it together, the finished product, this week. Um, and then we're going to uh, start streaming it on October 9, 10, 11. You can uh, find out how to get there by going to the, you can find out how to get tickets, rather, by going to the Hoagland website um, at hcfta.org. Or you can come to our Facebook page, just type in Hoagland Center for the Arts on Facebook. It'll take you right there, and we'll have a link to buy tickets for it. This is a ticketed event because it's going to be a fundraiser for us just to help us with, uh, you know, our COVID relief fund. Things are very, very difficult right now for all performing arts venues with uh, no ticket sales or, or rentals or things like that. So this is one way that we can reach out to the public with something really cool and also make a little money, hopefully, at the same time. The show uh, stars Damian Kaplan, Justin Carter, uh, Jasmine French, and Mary-Kate Smith, with um, with a Corey Brown leading the band, uh, Craig Williams the second put it together. Just an awesome show, and we're really, really excited about it. And can't wait to see the finished product. It'll be fun to, to watch that with everyone. I'm gonna, I bought my ticket for October 9th, so that's when I'm going to be tuning in. Nice, yes, that's when I'm planning on tuning in as well so that will be really good um you know it's funny i don't even know what to say no it's not a broadcast it's streaming so do you tune in or do you click on or you you, you, i don't know how to even i don't even know what the nomenclature is for something like this and how to describe it it's so brand new yeah but hopefully they'll join us for the streaming version yes and buy a ticket so i'll figure out how to how to plug it soon enough because i think we're going to be doing a fair amount of these uh, if things don't get better soon. Right. Uh, yes. For that, that sounds like that is definitely a possibility. So make sure yeah. you support the show and you watch it because I can tell it is going to be a very good show. So also very excited to see it. We, there is also yeah, uh, and the um well, the other show is the Spirit of Lincoln, which STC is putting on, also housed in the Hoagland, and uh, right. that is expected to be a very good show as well. Um, it's, uh, you know, very yeah, uh, it, so it's sh- a show that was written by the late Ken Bradbury and mm-hmm. Roger Wainwright. Um, we did it here, gosh, back in two thousand and eight or two thousand and nine. I can't remember which. But this is a production that's being directed by Hope Cherry. Mm-hmm. Got a big cast of about twenty people. They've been rehearsing, and you know they're, they're great. They come in, they all do temperature checks when they enter the building for the rehearsals, and they all sit apart. Um, and you know we're we're just trying to to figure this all out. But they're going to be taping their production on October tenth, I believe, during the day, mm-hmm. and then get it ready to stream as well. All right, and it it looks like. 
people who enjoy Kent Bradbury in this region, and there's a lot of people who just loved him, um, mm-hmm. will really enjoy this. It's all about you know different people and their experiences and the effect that Lincoln has had on them. Um, it's really a, a delightful show, and people who like Americana and um, you know Ken Bradbury or Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, there's there's um, no shortage we'll, of people we'll really in this town it. who love Abraham Lincoln, so I think it'll be definitely well, very I think, popular. I think it's a requirement. You yeah. can't get past yeah. the city limits unless you sign a contract <laughs> saying that you're adoring. So <laughs> yeah, so so I'm excited to see that as well. Um, the so yeah, those are the those are the two filmed productions that are coming up soon. There are um, two two live shows happening this weekend that some people may not know about. The um, well, tell us then. Well, I will. The the uh, <laughs> uh, UIS is doing two free faculty concerts. Now the, the one's this weekend, the other is next weekend. Uh, but tomorrow okay. on the third. William Mitchell, tenor trombone player, is going to be doing a concert, Something Old, Something New, and that's going to be at 7.30 p.m., and that is going to be a free streaming event through UIS. So that's so that's really going to be cool to see a, um, it is. some live music. Yeah, and you can music. go to um, their website, mm-hmm. and you can find out you know events, and then they have a link where you can just press it, and it takes you to their their streaming site. And um, I think you just click on it and get to watch it. Very simple to get to. And that, uh, again, like you said, takes place tomorrow night at, I think, 730. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I want to make a, make a point to watch that as well. And the Springfield Ballet Company is putting on, uh, they're putting on a performance uh, out outside, out at Southwind Park. But it's going to be a live, um, a live ballet performance at 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock that is going to be happening. So... So so both Saturday and Sunday, you're going to have two free performances, some live music, some live theater and art. So, I, I mean, that's that's great that even, the, you know, it's and both, of course, the streaming, you're watching it at home and the Southwind Park uh, ballet performance is going to be socially distant and, you know, there's going to be limited right. seating. But it's so cool that we're we are there are you know the arts are continuing to thrive here in in illinois in springfield illinois well where there is a will there is a way yes you know art will what was it like in jurassic park that life will find a way well art will find a way during this time it'll be a little chilly on back to my weatherman days it'll be a little chilly on sunday Mm -hmm. but partly sunny and nice, the wind won't be bad at all, so go out there and, and just have a, a nice time. But you mm-hmm. might want to bring a jacket with you. Some nice sweater weather. Put on a... Yes, on a, exactly. Yes, right. sweater weather. Put on we a, are in October, after all. Can you believe it? Yes. Jeez. No, I can't. <laughs> I really can't. But, uh, yeah. So, so, yes. Both of those are going on this weekend. And then also, next weekend... In addition to Songs for a New World being available for you to be able to watch that, there will be that second uh, faculty performance at UIS at the same time, right. 7.30, um, and it'll be Unaccompanied Clarinet by Evelyn Maria Tunison. So that will be... Very cool. That, that will be good as well. Uh, there, there's a couple, and I'm talking about some national theater news. There are some interesting film and theater related things happening uh spongebob squarepants the musical 
um, is coming out on DVD. I mean, hopefully it's coming out on Blu-ray and stuff as well. But it's cool that, you know, more filmed performances are being put out um, yeah. and people can watch them. Because I know they, they broadcast the SpongeBob musical, of course, on Nickelodeon a couple times. Uh, so you sure. recorded it and everything. But yeah, this is... Uh, and I, th- I think it's similar to a, a musical like Shrek or something where it isn't, you know, exactly based on one, you know, like song or something. But it's like, here's all these characters can put them together. I feel like, you know, SpongeBob SquarePants the musical might be a, a very popular one for uh, for community theaters everywhere and high schools and um, touring companies. And I think that's cool that they're putting no this doubt. one out on Yeah, it, it toured recently um, with, a, with a tour that came through Peoria. It was the closest town. But then they broadcast this on Nickelodeon, as you mentioned, and now it's 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 kind of cool that it's available on DVD. You can get it on Amazon or wherever you get your DVDs. I'm sure you can download it too. Oh, yeah. um, but you know, it, it's a fun show. It's silly. It's just what you'd expect with a live action SpongeBob musical. Yeah. Um, a lot of different composers, a lot of different um, artists provided music for this. High, high, high energy. Yeah. And very colorful, very fun. And a great show for families. The kids will love it. The adults will, you know, get some of the humor that'll go over the kids' heads, just like the the cartoon. Oh yeah, um, yeah. No, it's it's a neat neat thing that people now can watch at home, and it's just one more thing to add to it. And you're right, Kevin. I think one day we'll see that in a lot of area high schools because um, the kids will have a reference. Is, is SpongeBob still? Playing regularly, it's still on. They're still making episodes of it, but they do a lot okay. of they do a lot of reruns of the of the classic episodes from uh, from when the first like three seasons. And those are, I think, that's where they probably got a lot of the references and stuff from the musical. But um, no, sure. SpongeBob is yeah. still going strong. He's it's still on. They still show it. I think almost every day on Nickelodeon. And yeah, like I said, they're still making new episodes of it. So, and they're, they're just a new movie just came out. So. Uh, something I didn't know about, or I knew about it, but I keep forgetting about it, I guess, because there's not a whole lot of movies was coming that, out. Was that released uh, streaming? It was so it was released in theaters in uh, okay. Canada and some other countries where they're, you know, handling COVID a little better than America is. But <laughs> um, but with, I think it's available on streaming, or it will be soon. So gotcha. it'll be available to watch as well. Uh, there's also... Well, there are a lot of fans out there, so that'll be great. Yes, yes. And the... Something else that has a lot of fans is the Lion King, which uh, the the original movie, of course, and then the the remake, which, despite what uh, some people may think of it, made Disney a hell of a lot of money. So they are making yes, they're making them a they're making a sequel. Um, and so this is interesting because there are, there actually already is a Lion King too. I think it was straight to video. I don't know if it played in theaters, but I wonder if they're gonna be doing their own thing with this one. Uh, if it's going to be a musical like the first Lion King, or if uh, I don't know what they're going to do with it, is it, it's interesting. I I don't know either. Um, we have a new director for this one, I believe. Yeah. Um, uh, Barry Jenkins, who did Moonlight, will be taking over for John Favreau, who did the first movie. Mm-hmm. And you know the the reviews for the first movie were mixed. People who loved the cartoon didn't really want to see it realistic, uh, but some people loved it. Yeah. And the, the computer graphics were phenomenal, and yeah. it was you know, it took us to a new to a new level, uh, truly groundbreaking. So that um, that made it you know particularly special. But no real word on what the plot of this 
Levine on that direct-to-video thing you're talking about was The Lion King one and a half, and then there was The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. Right, yep. Um, but The Lion King one and a half was kind of like, well, you know, the whole thing's based on Hamlet, Shakespeare's oh, yeah. Hamlet. And there's a play by Tom Stoppard, I think, um, called Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are Dead, which mm-hmm. tells the tale of Hamlet from the point of view from two minor characters, and that's what they yeah. did with the uh, Lion King one and a half. They yeah. told it from the point of view of Timon and Pumbaa. So yeah, and it's fun. They it's a- kind of redid the whole story, but from their eyes as opposed to Simba's perspective. Yeah. And it's very much like a Mystery Science Theater 3000, because you can see their silhouettes in the audience watching it, and they're doing all sorts right. of commentary <laughs> and you know fast forwarding and stuff. Yeah, no, that's that's a lot of fun. I remember watching that a couple of times. So that's... yeah, I've got that somewhere on probably VHS. Oh yeah, it was two thousand and four, so maybe it was a DVD. But I've got it packed away somewhere. Yeah, so that that'll be fun. There is um another uh and this uh, you know this uh, this is a hilarious movie and um a hilarious a, a bunch of movies that are made in this mockumentary style that are right. um that Christopher Guest and his ensemble always do a great job uh Spinal Tap a beloved musical uh mockumentary movie they are doing a virtual reunion this month on the 14th that will be hosted by Patton Oswalt and I can only imagine that's just going to be hilarious yeah and i don't i don't know what kind of Thing they'll be doing if it'll be a zoom presentation or if they'll actually be singing some songs you know brilliant yeah. michael mckeon harry Shearer, christopher guest created this you know heavy metal rock group spinal tap did the whole you know saga of their story a great great comedy mover by uh, rob reiner mm-hmm. and uh, he's going to join him for this this fundraising uh, reunion that's going to be on uh, as you mentioned on october 14th I love the movie, and of course, it's set up, you know, waiting for Guffman and Best in Show oh, and God. Mighty Wind and well, Warrior Consideration. <laughs> waiting for and Guffman. Mascots, even. I love Waiting for Guffman. That is such a funny movie. That's and it's it's about yeah. community theater. It's so it's just so great to watch. It's just so much fun, and it's so funny. And they did. It, and it's 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 embarrassingly true. It, <laughs> it is. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. So I can't wait to see what they do with uh, the Spinal Tap reunion. That's going to be a lot of fun. Now, the, the, the other thing, uh, there was a there's a new TV show coming up, and it reminded me, Alan Menken did a, a, a musical TV show that was like a, a King Arthur sort of time period, and I don't remember exactly. Oh, Gallivant? Gallivant, yes. But there, So there's this new uh, musical TV show that is in production that's coming along, and you know a little bit more about that than I do. So what's, uh, what's going on yeah. with this new show? Well, this news just came out on October 1st. Um, apparently, Cecily Strong from Saturday Night Live and Keegan-Michael Key will do a, a, a TV show parody of Brigadoon. And for those of you who don't remember that, that musical or that movie, it's about a couple of uh, hunters who run across this mystical, magical town of Brigadoon that comes to life once every hundred years. And this is going to be a comedy version. Uh, Lauren Michaels is producing... But Cecily Strong and Keegan-Michael Key play the traveling couple, and they come to a place called Schmigadoon. That's really clever. Yeah. Brigadoon Schmigadoon. Yeah. Where the eccentricity of 1940s Hollywood musicals is the norm. And it also features Jane Krakowski, Kristen Chenoweth, Alan Cumming, um, Aaron Treat, 
just a, a great group of people. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with um, if it's going to have um, I if it's going to have of like an original score or if they're I, I mean I'm sure they're going to be parodying some of the songs in Brigadoon definitely. Um, you, you know, know I, this is the first I've heard about it, and I don't know when a release date is, but with the people involved, I think it'll be a riot. Yeah. And um, I don't know if this means Cecily Strong might not be long for the SNL world. I hope that's not the case because I think she's great. Oh, she's funny, yeah. And you know, she she lived in Springfield for a short period of time when she was an infant. Did you know that? I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, uh, she grew up in Chicago, I think. But um, either she was born here or her parents moved here for some work, and she was here for a little while when she was a baby. Nice. Um, so there is a tie there to a Saturday Night Live star. Mm, Very yeah. cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So we'll be looking out for that because that'll be. Um, yeah, it sounds, again, like it's going to be a lot of fun, be funny. Um, I'm sure there will be a lot of uh, very specific, like, musical-related in-jokes that right. people like you and me will get and be like, ah, that's great. They'll be like, what What do you mean? They just, they, and they just... it'll be crickets for other people going, what, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might be a very specific audience, but we'll yes. see. <laughs> yeah, but so so that, that should be a lot of fun. So... Songs for a New World is going to be next weekend. You'll be able to buy Correct. your virtual tickets, and you'll be able to watch it streaming. Um, how, again, are people able to do that, Gus? Well, they can find the link. Uh, we're selling the tickets through an organization called showtix4u.com. Showtix, T-I-X, for the le- number four, you, the letter U.com. And they can find a link on our website, the Hoagland Center for the Arts, hcfta.org, or they can go to our Facebook page, and there's a link there as well, and they can uh, get tickets for this um, a musical by Jason Robert Brown, who also wrote The Last Five Years, um, a musical called Parade, The Bridges of Madison County musical, um, very popular current-day composer, one of the few um, you know, Broadway composers who's making his career just on Broadway or, or predominantly yeah. on Broadway. Um, these days, you don't see that quite as much as you used to. Uh, you know, current composers with a, a string of, of shows. Yeah. Uh, usually it's like a one-hit kind of thing or a, a pop composer that comes in to write a score. Right. But uh, Jason Robert Brown is, is um, quite an amazing individual and he writes great show music yes he does yes very very difficult music but wonderful music and we know that this cast is up to is up to the challenge so it's going to be very very good and i'm excited to see it gus thank you so much for joining me once again and we will do this next week kevin sounds great thank you have a great weekend you too